Well, the Matildas will face England in the World Women's Cup semi-final in Sydney at 7.30 Wednesday night. Cannot wait. Joining us is our cobber, Andy Harper. Andy, thanks for your time. That Let's start with that penalty shootout against France. That was next-level sporting tension, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, is it still going? It feels like it's still going. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's incredible. really was incredible. I mean, it's... To be honest, it was not that long ago we were doing a similar thing with the Socceroos trying to qualify for the Men's World Cup. Mm. This, of course, has gone to another level. It, the, the scale of the impact of this Women's World Cup is is, is truly phenomenal. It, and I'm so happy for everyone involved, in particular the 23 women representing Australia. How was Mary Fowler's strike? Um, could have sealed it in the first half. And, and then yeah. a young Courtney Vine. We'll remember that name forever now, won't we? Well, we can, and, and a lot of your listeners will have watched her play for Sydney FC in the A-League Women's Comp for the last few years and making her way as an international. And, of course, talking about scale, she's been thrust completely onto the Australian psyche now with that match-winning penalty in the shootout. Uh, just a tremendously engaging young woman, a fantastic athlete, great player, great story. Sort of sums up the team in general, really. Hey, Andy, I thought... The keeper again, Mackenzie Arnold, impressed me since uh, game one. I thought she was awesome. I was just a little confused, and you might be able to shine some light on it. Why did she take her penalty kick so early? Well, uh, it's not that unusual um, that, that goalkeepers uh, are nominated in the top five penalty makers. They would have obviously thought about this and discussed it a lot. Right. It's not something that happened on a whim, but as we saw, um, um, when it goes... When it goes into the sudden death stage and keeps going, ultimately all 11 players, or however many players have remained on the pitch at full time, have to take their penalties. Mm. And it keeps going until someone misses. So we would have gone back to the start. At some point in an endless series of sudden death penalties, the goalkeeper has, is, does have to front up. The thing that I think has been overlooked for Mackenzie Arnold in the penalty shootout was uh, not so much how well she rebounded from not converting her penalty, yeah. but in that situation, it's a rare opportunity for someone to make amends. Most people who are not goalkeepers, they have their penalty saved or they miss it, and that sits with them for the rest of their life. They, mm. But they can do nothing about it. Yeah. The thing for Mackenzie was, having not converted her penalty, she was then exactly right mm. back in the heart of the contest <laughs> to, to, to actually make an impact on the game's direction. So... Mm. Um, and she did brilliantly, Mackenzie Arnold, really. She's had a she's had a great six months as the number one Matilda's goalkeeper. The Lionesses, just quickly, Wednesday, can we beat them? Lauren James, red carded's a big out. Huge out. Yes, can beat them. Um, uh, can beat them. I'm not sure. Who knows how it's going to go? They've okay. certainly got good form against England. I think the Matilda's with the momentum. Um, a, a good thing. Another 75. Mate, I was at the game in Sydney on Saturday night, and anyone who says this isn't a cultural breakthrough is, is not serious about life. Wow. In Sydney, England, Colombia, 75,000 people watching two nations play in a women's game of football, and hand on heart, 95% of the people there wouldn't have had any clue about the backstory. This was wow. not a marketing win. This is a win for great sport. And 75,000 Australians basically turned up on a Saturday night to watch two teams in which they have no vested interest. Well, Incredible breakthrough. Yeah, well said, Andy. Thanks for your time. You're a star.
See you later. Andy Harper, their 10 footy commentator.